podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Monday. And we have one of the first weeks, this is, I guess, the second week of November, and things have just been steadily moving along. I've been able to get a few sales today, which is good. I'm seeing a lot of items start to pick up as they stop restocking in some of these stores and stuff. The prices are starting to go up a little bit, and kind of wishing I'd have bought a few more toys. I, I know that I know that toys always do well this quarter, but I don't really have a good way of predicting which ones will. And I had a couple feelings about a couple toys, but I really didn't know where things were going to go. I was trying to save capital for some of these bigger items that I've been trying to spend on. And now I'm seeing as these stores stop restocking both online and in store, some of these toys that I was buying up in the summer and stuff, they are starting to pick up the price again. And I can see them actually doing really well because the way things are trending right now, a lot of these toys that are already selling for double, triple retail and it's only November, that price is going to shoot up over time. So it's just crazy. It's a uh, really, really good opportunity here. And we do have a good amount of the Q4 left. We have basically two months at this point. So, um, you know, we have a lot of time left. There's there's a lot of time to make money on this stuff. So I'm excited about that. I ended up selling some stuff. Um, I got a couple of notifications. Some of the PlayStations I bought are starting to ship, which is always a really good feeling. And I've just been doing all right. I've been able to hit on a couple things that have released, a couple decent um, things that have came out. Um, there was a release today that I hit on that was a little bit of a low-key flip. And then I did go after a pair of sneakers today on the sneakers app. I don't I don't know why. I just I feel like when I'm buying more sneakers, I hit more often. So I bought a pair, not for personal, but to flip. And it was a Gore-Tex boot collab that they did with the Air Force One. So it was an Air Force One Gore-Tex Nike winter boot type of thing. And they looked pretty decent. The colorway was pretty generic. It was like your standard wheat boot colorway and nothing that crazy about it but it was a clean looking shoe and i saw a couple pairs of the older ones that came out the um the air forces that came out the same day as the air max 97s those air force one gore-tex boots were going there were a couple pairs that sold for above 220 230 so retail was 180 definitely some money to be made there that's an easy 20 bucks at least so some people wouldn't waste their time with that but hey it's so easy to make a listing for this stuff i already know what all my keywords are i already know what my pictures are going to be it's, it's just so easy that i figured i'd take a risk on it and see what happens so they haven't sold yet which is kind of a bummer but we're waiting out to see what happens here that's what i'm going to be doing i'm going to see if i can get them sold if not i'll just return them to nike and you know call it quits on on those on that pair but i do have a few pairs of shoes i need to either return to nike or figure out what i'm going to do with so we'll see what happens with that but just trying to keep things moving trying to get returns done trying to get myself prepped up for the rest of q4 there are some items coming out tomorrow there's actually a really good shoe release tomorrow the nike dunk low veneers i know yesterday i had mentioned that the dunk low disrupts the university red colorway of those would be coming out today nike actually bumped those back to the 11th so uh, or at least from what i saw earlier today they may have changed and i may be wrong about that double check that but from what I know, as far as I know, they were bumped back to the 11th of November. So that would be Wednesday, Veterans Day. I'm 
kind of stoked about that because I am off on Veterans Day. So it'll be a good day to prep up for some of the releases coming out near the end of the week and to do a lot of research, get a lot of things done, maybe go sourcing some and just try and get a lot done for my business. It's a great thing to have days off for Q4. Um, and the thing is with Thanksgiving, I have so many family members in town, my girlfriends in town. I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but family to me is number one. I think that it's one of the most important things in our lives. And for me, it's, I love being with family. I, I come from like a massive, massive extended family. And so anytime we can all get together, we usually do. And it's good to have people back for the holidays. Whenever people can come back and stuff, um, it's, it's really nice to be able to see them, especially after people have moved away and stuff over the years. So it's, it's important to me. And I usually take those days when people are home to relax and hang out with them because that's really my only time to see them. So that's hopefully what I'll be able to do. I don't know how many people will be coming home this year and all that kind of stuff, but whoever is home, I'll try and at least say hi and, and hang out with them for a little bit before they end up going back to wherever they live now. So that's what I'll be doing a lot during Thanksgiving. All that to say that I have days off for Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to be using them for doing a lot of buying and selling. We're not going to be doing that too much. There is the Jordan 4 Fire Red colorway coming out, and I don't know if there is a easy release on Black Friday or not, but I will be trying to bot those up and seeing if I can get a pair or not. Um, at least one pair, hopefully more than one pair, but um, I gotta check on like the prices and stuff. Typically, those Jordans, it's just so hard to tell. I think there's gonna be good money to be made. It just depends on where you get them from because you can return them on some sites, you can't on other sites. So, I'm gonna be doing that. I'm gonna be trying to get a couple pairs of those, hopefully, because I think that they'll do well. After seeing what the Bread 11s did last year, I didn't go for them, and I should have because they were reselling really well. Just one of those beautiful colorways. The little tip here, I've probably said it before, but Bread colorways of Jordan's black and red bread. It's the original Chicago colors that Michael Jordan he's known for playing for Chicago, the Chicago Bulls. And it's just, they always sell much better. They, they always sell very well. They, when you look at big sneaker releases, like the off-white, like the ones, um, which was the original, I think that was the, uh, the first like Jordan one that he did. And I think that's the only Jordan one that Virgil did, but he did three colorways where he did a black, not a black, a red and black, a like UNC colorway, which was like baby blue and white and then a all white colorway, so like a triple white. And the breads are doing significantly better than the other two, which is surprising to me because the UNCs were beautiful. I, I don't know why they're doing so much better than the UNC colorway, but they are absolutely smashing it. And it's just, it's just because of the culture. Breads do well. And when you have a black and red shoe coming out, which it doesn't always have to be completely black and red. I mean, these, these sneakers right here, they're mostly white with some black and red on them. They are kind of a bread colorway though. They're gonna do really well. So hopefully I'll be able to get a couple pairs of those whenever those come out near the end of the month. But we're just, we're just kind of working on it and seeing what we can come up with. So until then, we have some good releases this week that I'm gonna be working on and just trying to get things set up for that, trying to get prepared. I wanna be able to hit a couple more of these bigger releases, really capitalize on the money that I have and really make some good money here. Um, so that's hopefully what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of the week. And then next week should probably be from what I can tell, a bit of a calmer week. I just don't see nearly as many releases happening next week, but I could be wrong. I, I think that they're going to play it a little bit kind of light, though, until Thanksgiving week rolls around and then do a lot of their heavier releases then, a lot, a lot of their better sneakers and stuff around then. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, today's just been, yeah, like I said, kind of mellow. I had a few sells and stuff, which is good. 
um, managed to get a few things sold. So that's always good to keep things moving. And I went to the post office and started thinking about when I first started selling how weird it was to go to the post office. I'd never really been there before. I'd been there a couple times. Like somebody needs to go pick something up. Somebody needs to ship something out. Somebody needs to get stamps. So I'd been there a handful of times. It's not like I'd never been in a post office, but I wasn't nearly that familiar with it. I'd never really shipped anything before on my own. So I ended up going there and I remember wondering, they would always give me a receipt and they're like, do you want a receipt? And I didn't know. I was always confused, like, what, what's this receipt for? Why do I need a receipt? And so over time, I started to realize that that receipt was proof of shipment. And so a lot of places like FedEx or UPS, they will sometimes email you a digital receipt or they'll send you a text to your phone basically to confirm it. But the post office and these other places, if you go to like an actual shipping center, will print you out a receipt, basically a proof of purchase or a proof that you shipped it at least that you that basically signifies okay I ship this item here's physical proof of it and should anybody ever require it I, I have it to show so I keep all those receipts I always ask for one if I can then I keep them all in like a huge binder separated by month that way if I ever need to give a receipt for a pair of Nikes or something that the that eBay you know I sometimes you'll get like a a request from a buyer because they'll say hey this never showed up, this was never delivered. And you'll get that from time to time, especially now, I've seen it happen a lot more this year than I did last year, probably because I'm selling a lot more this year and coupled with the fact that these shipping companies are just so over over their heads with the amount of shipping that they have to do. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people are saying, hey, I didn't actually get my product, I don't know where it's at. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know, I'll check the shipping. So I look at the shipping and it shows delivered. So at that point, you really don't have anything else you can do but provide eBay say hey here's the tracking number this is correct it shows delivered and it's kind of out of your hands at that point well the thing with that is sometimes and I've noticed this more with PayPal back when eBay was only PayPal and not managed payments or PayPal that people would file a claim with PayPal not with eBay asking to return it they would basically say hey I never got this item delivered through PayPal and what I ended up doing is I would provide that shipping receipt and say hey Here's the receipt. Here's showing proof that they have sold um, and that I shipped them. And PayPal would always take that and say, well, they have a tracking confirmation. They have a receipt. They, you know, you're fine. And they would always give me the credit for it. So I, I always got those. But what I've realized more over time is that those things don't really matter too, too much. I always try and get them if it's a more expensive sale, if it's a higher dollar sale, because I want to be able to make sure I have my bases covered. If somebody says, hey, did you ever ship this? Like here, here it is. Here's the weight. Here's everything you would ever need from it. Sometimes they don't really care about that, but it is good to have. And so I try to have it for packages that I sell that are over a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or 300 bucks. And I don't know, I've never really had to go to the post office for, um, for like a an insurance I do have to actually try that at some point because I do have a package that got lost in the mail and I don't know what happened to it but if you go to them with insurance I do believe that they may ask you for the receipt to prove that you actually shipped it with them so it is good to be able to do that as well it's good for insurance purposes a lot of these companies want to see that you have the receipt with you so that is something that I keep but for sales that aren't that high dollar I don't usually ask for the receipt it's just such a huge time saver to go in there and not have to wait in line wait for somebody to take your packages scan them they don't even know how the scale works sometimes like it, like there's there's a lot of issues with it it's not very fast so sometimes I'll just leave them on the counter and you can do this at a lot of post offices a lot of veterans know this but if you 
just started doing this, you literally walk in and if you don't feel comfortable just setting them there because it's the end of the day or something, you could say, hey, I need to set these here. Um, would somebody be able to scan them? Like, I don't need a receipt or anything, but, you know, I, I'm in a rush or just would somebody be able to scan them for me? I don't need a receipt and then you can leave and they'll just scan them for you and then set them aside. That way you're not standing there in line. That way you're not waiting and everything. It saves you a lot of time and I do it a lot near the end of the day whenever I have to ship stuff out because a lot of the times, sometimes, like, I don't have that high dollar of sales. Like, yesterday I sold a teddy bear and, um, like, a makeup palette. So that makeup, makeup's a, a bolo like if you can figure that stuff out which i don't really know it that well somebody gave me a tip on like one set of palettes that was doing really well um that stuff will sell really well for you but i don't really know my way around it that much so i don't typically dabble in it but there's been a few times where i've been able to get it and sell it and done really well but i did sell like really cheap like it was it was like a, a 50 dollar palette or 60 dollar palette and then i sold a a teddy bear and like just super easy stuff to sell uh super lightweight stuff like it, it wasn't heavy or it didn't cost very much so there really wasn't any value involved with the items so if I lost one it was going to be like okay not a big deal so I ended up just kind of handing them to the lady and saying hey well I, I set them on the counter and said hey I gotta go but um would somebody be able to scan these for me please and she's like yeah no problem just leave them there if you don't need a receipt you're good to go so that's a huge tip there if you can just go in there and you're kind of unsure you're wary of going in there you can just leave your packages um like right on the counter and get out of there if you want because it's a super easy like streamlined way to just get in get out if you have a lot to do or you just don't want to be in the post office waiting there you just have anything better to do with your time than stand in line and you don't really need a receipt just drop them off they'll take care of it for you you don't have to worry about it now some post offices have been really bogged down lately so keep your eye out for that if your post office hasn't been shipping stuff on time or scanning stuff on time you may want to just be a little bit more cautious with that because what you don't want to happen is you don't want to have one of your packages not get scanned and then ebay show it as like a late shipment you don't want to deal with that but for the most part i've never really had any issue doing um dropping things off and i live in more of like a a rural area anyways so maybe those of you who live like in a city or something like that you may have a lot more people dropping off packages and stuff than i do at mine so just kind of take that into account too but you can save yourself a lot of time it's something i didn't really know i could do and once i realized that receipts weren't all that important for ebay unless it was like a high dollar item or something that i really wanted to make sure i had my bases covered on i just started leaving them and not really caring about it so that is something that i i typically do now i think it's been a huge help for me it saved me a lot of time and hopefully that can be something that saves you a lot of time too whenever you go in the post office if you didn't know that you could do that so that's good i i will think i'm gonna wrap it up there and let you guys go but you guys have a good rest of your monday and i'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast peace